Good morning. Thank you very much for Colonial Church inviting me to share my experience here. And I think most of you know me. My name is Carl Wu. But for those who don't know me, that I'm one of those first-generation immigrants to come here to the United States for college. I had to adjust to a new country. I got on the plane on 18-year-old and turned 19 on the plane. I'm a crybaby, so I cried all the way from Hong Kong to Hawaii. I think in hindsight, the people sat next to me must hate me. So, but that's how I started. So, uh, so I have to learn everything about United States since I got here. Um, I, I came here uh, with $50 in my pocket and become a foreign student, work every single second in my life to making sure that I can finish school. So then along the way, I'm very lucky I finished and I have been able to uh, uh, create a new program called Artists Helping the Homeless. Uh, in the last 13 years. And so I'm very thankful because it seems to be, to me, is my calling from God, say that, hey, stop doing your gallery. This is what you need to do. So he gave me the opportunity to do it very slowly so I can learn along the way. But then last year, I have a surprise. Last year, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, uh, this is uh, in the United States, uh, supposedly every three minutes, the F somebody is going to be diagnosed with that. So I'm not the exception to the rule versus I was slightly upset because I thought prostate cancer, you're supposed to have a lot of tes testosterone, but then how come I'm so tiny? <laughs> so anyway, so, so I was one of those lucky 3.1 million people that was diagnosed with prostate cancer last year. Um, so my cancer was discovered very early, and I choose to have the first uh, new intense radiation instead of dragging out for months. So last year, through the uh, May of uh, 2021, I was going through my intense radiations, and so that I was cured. And this is also the COVID season. Uh, so because of COVID, uh, Many places are shut down. During my uh, uh, prostate cancer treatment, uh, because of COVID, I moved my mother back home because I don't want her to be in the apartment with lots of people. But moving her back home made me realize that we have to take her to the doctor. We also find out that she was diagnosed with cancer as well. But my mother wasn't as lucky. She was uh, her cancer got into her fluid. So in May, while I was going through my intense radiation, she was going through a hospice care at home. And so she is a fighter. Uh, so for me to watch her fight about the cancer makes it a lot more hard, difficult. Uh, so, and my job is to fight for a marginalized populations uh, wrestling with their own demons every single day. So at the end of May, my cancer was cured. Unfortunately, my mother at June 6 passed away because of the cancer she has. Uh, I still remember that day really well. I was working, in, uh, working with a client. I got a phone call from my nephew, and he said, you better come home now. So I flew down the highway. I think that's the fastest ever I've driv driven on the highway. And I still remember that day very clearly. So 
during the COVID periods, the, because a lot of places, because of cautions or the new illness, a lot of places closes. And so my job in the city is the difficult discharge planner. Suddenly, every place I go to said, I'm sorry, we can't accept anybody because of COVID. So I was kind of like stuck. And here I am dealing with my cancer because COVID started in March and dealing with my mother's death. And I have to also find a solution to all the people that is fighting with these COVID challenges. So last uh, March or last year, I decided because everybody else is cutting down or shutting down their service. So we create a shelter in place program during between March and last 2020 to May of 2021, we housed up to 200 people during that period. So we were lucky enough, so we provided 3,006 nights and none of the resident contracted COVID. And we also helped flatten the curve, help the hospital have 220 beds open for the people who truly needs it. So I was very, very thankful instead of drowning in my sorrow and I had the opportunity to create a program to serve those in need. So I, here I am thinking, I must be really lucky, I'm so healthy, I'm the best, to the best of my knowledge. But unbeknownst to me, uh, so this year in 2021, um, in Lawrence I have a program I started two years ago, the people we serve are doing really well, we have a house there. But along the way, when they do really well, but they are stuck because Lawrence is a smaller town, they don't have more services. So they feel like they are stuck, they have nowhere to go, move on forward to. So I decided it is important for them to have that, a, ch a chance of accomplishment. So I decided I need to, must have to have the second house. So the second house is for them to move on to grow. So here I am, beginning of this year, housing market was crazy. I'm trying my best to put together a house. Then my doctor called me and said, hey, uh, kid, this is in April, and you have colon cancer. I said, what? <laughs> is God really testing me, see how, how, uh, how much I can survive through the, all these hardships? And so I said, okay, so what do we have to do? He said, we have to have a surgery. So on April 17 of this year, I have a colon uh, uh, cancer surgery. They kick out, take out six inches of my colon. I give the doctors a lot of credit. And so I actually have a, a very short recovery time. They discharged me from the hospital the next day. In fact, on the 18th of that day in the hospital, I started working again because uh, I, my work just never stopped. But what I finally realized, God didn't give me this good health this good chance to do because he helps me because he thinks I need to service other more. I am in this place, I need to be the servant of God to serve more people. So, so I finally put together Meraki House so that we can move the people from our first house so they have a sense of accomplishment so that they, they, they can have the independent living. So here I am this year, I'm fighting cancer again. So, but this time I wasn't as lucky. The doctor said, well, some of your cancer cells may be traveling through your body, so you had to have six months of chemo treatment. This is my last month for my chemo treatment. So 
again, I thought about my mother. I, my mother is always very happy, always said yes to everything in my whole life, even though we grew up in the poor poverty level. Uh, so, so because of her example, I remember I had to be here for others. And so when she and my father moved to the United States, uh, I was graduated from college uh, with, with my, trying to finish my master's program. But since they got here, so I decided I had to making sure they have a safe place to live. So I worked with them, purchased a house in Johnson County so that they can raise my younger brothers and sisters in a safe, middle-class environment. But now, years and years later, both of my father, who passed away more than 10 years ago with Alzheimer's, and my mother passed away last year with cancer, so I decided this is the perfect time to turn that house that we try to raise our own kids into a, another respite house. So I'm building this respite house as we talk right now to house more people in Johnson County. Uh, hopefully it will be done by the end of, uh, uh, before the winter so that we can house another uh, 10 to 16 people. It depends on how fast we move. So, so I'm very, very thankful. But, but the main thing I learned from all this is because I joke about God is testing me how strong I am, whether I can survive these challenges and keep continually providing service for people. And I forgot, no, God actually provided me the strength, but he just needs to make sure that I know, understand my job in this life at this period of my life is to serve others. The strength was given me so that I can serve more people. The strength wasn't given me so that I can dilly-dally and survive. So, so the house we have been working on was meant for my parents to rebuild uh, in America. So we're repurposing it. So now we have the opportunity to provide more service to others that we serve. So I'm very thankful that I was allowed to do all this uh, through the grace of God. And I'm also very thankful for Colonial Church, all these years' support, and through the meal service on Sunday, through, through supporting me, getting transportation for the people we serve. So uh, together as a team, I feel like we can serve a lot more people, no matter what we go through in life. Because a lot of times we let our illness beat us, change our mood. It's our illness does not hurt us. It just gives us another way to look at things differently so that we can have better empathy what other people go through. Our illness gives us the strength to move on, to learn better things so that we can continue to survive, to strive, to do other things that we can serve God better. I thank you very much for listening. Have a good day. Thanks. <laughs>